the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Hey, good afternoon. This is Black and Right Radio on AM560. And no, you don't hear John's voice. That's because John is out today, and I get the distinct honor and privilege to sit in for him. This is Babette. Some people know me as the holder on the right. And I'm being joined today with a good, I would say, friend, colleague, a fearless warrior, as well as a mama bear. And this is my friend Anastasia is joining us in the studio live as Babette's co-host today. Anastasia, you want to introduce yourself and let the listeners know a little bit about you? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, and thank you to John Anthony today. I'm going to cut you off for one second, Anastasia. We're going to move you over because... I don't know about the rest of you all, but I didn't really hear her on that mic, so I'm going to bring her back. I'm just really excited to have this opportunity. Usually I'm here with my brother from another, uh, John Anthony, in person, so I uh, get the opportunity to do a takeover. Anastasia, I'm sorry. Let's try that mic out now. Great. Can you hear me now? I can hear you perfectly. Uh, so, yes, I am a, a mom, a wife. Um, I'm a parent of two very young children in the Barrington 220 School District. And I've had the pleasure of working with you, uh, my sister from another realm, as we say, <laughs> um, and uh, at a, on a new venture, freedomsquare.com, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, I got involved with the schools and interested in them, obviously, when my children were even younger. You know, we all knew that things were changing, and this is all even before this uh, COVID issues. So, you know, I needed to know what they were learning, what had changed since we were children in the school districts. So would you say that was kind of your... You know, I, I, I need to, you know, your teeth grinding moment. But when you get done grinding your teeth, I need to really step into this and see what's going on. You got it. Uh, even as a child myself, I thought that they did not prepare us properly for number one, college and number two, the real world. Um, and that was just a personal, um, personal feeling I felt at that time. Uh, and then again, of course, college didn't really prepare you for the real world. So. I knew a lot had changed. You know, I have friends and relatives who are teachers, and they just kept piling on requirements. And, of course, the day didn't ex- get extended, right? So you, you needed to know what your children were learning. And far too many parents send their kids to school ex- except the fact that they've got to work, right? That's understandable, but you don't leave the schools to raise your children. I, I would agree. I, I definitely, I think the moment I realized it was people like you, they raise the alarms, they sound the bells, they say, hey, we've got a smoking uh, 
you know, fire over here. You know, at the time it might have been a little tiny, you know, brush fire. But why is my kid coming home and I'm sitting down having dinner with them? Ask them how their school day. What did you learn? And they'll say, well, you know, mom, they asked me, how do you like to be referred? What is your noun or pronoun? You know, Mom, they're asking me, what type of foods do we eat? You know, it just got a little invasive for me and a little interesting. And then, you know, we've seen these come and go, and especially in the last decade, these type of uh, school programs where it's more about the student's personal life than what they're personally learning. That's correct. To know how far we've fallen, right? I mean, in the past two years, uh, we thought it was bad before this whole pandemic, and I put that in quotes because I have my own opinions about that as well, which we'll talk about later, but uh, I think it's backfired. It's backfired on the schools, it's backfired on the local government, it's backfired on the federal government. And, you know, if there's one good thing that's going to come of this whole situation, it's that. People are awake, more parents are involved, they, you know, they may not have agreed with things in the past, but they, they kind of let it slide. They didn't think it was so severe. And, you know, I found myself preaching and jumping up and down, talking about a lot of different topics in the last five years. And the, now they've all come to fruition. The first thing that really heightened what was going on in schools um, was the fact that the lunch program. You remember that? I do. I remember I sent my youngest to school one day, put a little bite-sized candy bar in her bag. She had a tough morning. And, you know, as a parent and a lot of parents out there listening, you pick your battles. You just want to get them dressed, get them ready, get them in the car, drop them off at that school. And you hope they have a great day because you also want them to go in, you know, and be respectful and be in the good mood for those teachers. We always have had... Is, you know, we were raised to, re, you know, honor the teachers, respect and listen. So I put a little candy bar in there thinking that would really lighten her day. That's not something normal that we, I send them to school. And I get a call from the school administrator. My child was in grade school at the time. Well, you know, we kind of don't want to encourage candy coming in and the other kids and so forth. And you know that the nationwide has a new, you know, eat healthy for you and so forth. And I said, listen, I said, did you buy my groceries? And they said, what? Mm -hmm. I said, when you are paying for those groceries, when you are preparing the food, the meals, the lunches and so forth, I feel then it's okay if someone would tell, can tell me what I can pack in a child's lunch. I know that we are cautious in schools and so forth. I've worked in the school, you know, children with allergies and so forth. But I see, have seen this gradual progression of where they want to go ahead and now dictate and parent for you. And I think what you said, something interesting, too, is a lot of them are, have woken up. And they're aware because it was, you know, creeping invasion and taking over parental rights. Absolutely. I, I think it's been going on, obviously, for over a decade. And and that's the severity. Right. And multiple decades for other things. Right. They've been doing this for a very long time. There's no competition between international schools. Right. Um, a lot of us are immigrants, first generation Americans, such as myself. And when you visit other countries, you see, you talk to people, you understand what their education system is like. And you're like, wow, we really have a long way to go. We're right. missing a lot here. 
some people would say, you know, and well, you know, America, I, you know, I, of course, greatest nation in the world. Um, but the pr- thing that makes it so great is the fact that we have a lot of freedoms, liberties, and they're supposed to be protected. Right. We're supposed to have public servants who honor those, you know, founding documents. And, yeah, and I, I don't think it should just be a lot of people think at the higher levels of government. They're thinking, you know, your national elected officials. I would even go to your state representatives. And I think it's been a part on us, freedom, loving, liberty, respecting the role of a parent. Americans, I'll take some of that blame. We weren't paying attention to the school boards. That's correct. I I think that that is uh, a big deciding factor. We've seen that in Virginia. We saw what happened in New Jersey. We know it can happen here. If anything, it gives them hope, you know, regardless of what district you're in or town in a blue city and a blue state. I, I definitely think it's possible here. People ask me that all the time. Do you ever think that Illinois could turn red? And I sigh and, be, and I give them kind of two different answers, but I do. You never want to give up hope. So Anastasia, we have a caller named Marsha on line one. Who wants to Marcia, make a Marcia, comment our mama about bear. how kids are affected by COVID? So let's go to Marsha. Hello. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Marsha. Can you hear me? Yes, you're on the air. Hello, thank you for having me, and I just told Anastasia I was so excited to talk, if I could. Um, I just think, like, all the COVID mitigations have been so tough on the kids this year, and um, I have a little bit of data to share. I don't know if um, if that's okay with you guys. Absolutely, please. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Enli- enlighten so the people is- listening, Marsha, because, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we all need it. I mean, at times, I'm missing okay. information. So what is your okay. data pertaining to? And just a little yeah. prelude for Marsha. Marsha is a warrior. She shows up at every single school board meeting in Barrington, and she's there with her statistics and facts, right? It's facts, not feelings, and, you know, she's, she's, she goes up there every time, and she's relentless. And no matter what, you know, she gets no response from the school well, board. Well, we got it less but, yeah. than a minute. So, Marsha, let's Please. hear some of your data. No worries. Okay. So, um, actually, I um, saw a presentation from Je- uh, Jefferson Jones. He's a medical officer of the Epidemiology Task Force at the CDC, November 2nd. He released some really um, interesting data about kids and COVID, 5 to 11, and, hey, Marsha, um, I'm yeah. going to say, um, if you could hold on, I do have a guest coming yeah. on, but if you'll hold on, because we're actually going to have to go, cut to a commercial break, and if you want to come back in and give us that data real quick, because and the source, so that others can look it up, we'll bring you right back. Thank you. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. And we are back from that break. I think we still have Marsha holding on the line. I'm going to let Marsha go ahead because she was talking about some data on how COVID um, affects the kids. And pretty much we're going to be talking about um, these issues today. So, Marsha, are you still with us? I'm right here. Can you hear me? We can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. Great. Okay. Yeah. So again, um, I've just been um, kind of watching the data um, over the last year or so with COVID and a lot of depth. 
And again, this um, epidemiologist from the CDC released on November 2nd, some really interesting slides. They're publicly available, and I can send you guys the link if you want it. Um, and interestingly enough, um, he looked at the 2019 causes of death for children 5 to 11 and compared it to the, the COVID deaths for 2020 through 2021. And just looking at it, like accidents, um, assault, um, diseases of the heart, uh, respiratory diseases, influenza itself, inf the regular flu, yep. um, were yep. all ranked higher than COVID. Uh, um, so I don't know if people know that, but um, I just think it's an important point, you know, when we look at all these mitigations on our kids and the fact that there's so many other things that right. people take risks on every day. Yeah. You know, and, and people need to be reminded of that because I'm going to tell you right now, the left and their media have so many folks terrified. The other day I went to a breakfast for, um, you know, one of the school things, and there was a lady and insisting on her child and herself sit there and eat the breakfast with their mask on. With the mask on, they would lower it, take a bite, pull it up, and chew. Outrageous, right? Which brings wow. us to, uh, you know, Marcia, wow. you know all about this, right? We have a representative for Northbrook, Jonathan Carroll, who recently came out and decided that the best thing to do in Illinois uh, in 2023, effective January 1st, would be to have a, um, a new House bill, 4259. Uh, so he introduces legislation that would basically give up your rights as, as a citizen in Illinois uh, if you decided not to get vaccinated, right, and your insurance company would not be liable to pay for any COVID-related bills. Yeah, and, I, and I'm going to say we're going to have two of our uh, public servants, they're truly public servants, who are going to be commenting on that. Marsha, I want to thank you so much for that. And by the way, we have a live stream, if you can find it on Facebook, under the Black and Right with John Anthony. If you could put that data in there, that'd be great. Or a link, not the whole thing, but yes. a link. Um, yeah, I'll put the link in. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I know you're on a trip right now, so we really appreciate you calling yeah. in. Um, Absolutely. You ladies have a great day. Thanks, and, um, Marcia. Um, and continue on the path towards freedom. Thank you. We Thank definitely you. will. Hey, Anastasia, I hear that we have another caller in named Gosha. Oh, Gosha, yes. Uh, Mama Bear Gosha. It's Mama Bear. Let this her is Mama in. Bear Saturday and, and Papa Bears. Yes, you call we're going to have some Papa Bears in. Um, hi, ladies. Can you hear me? Hey, Gosha. Welcome. Thanks for calling Hello. in. Good morning or good afternoon. Tell Thank us a little bit. Yes. In. Tell us a little bit about what happened at the last board meeting that you showed up to since you left the school district and decided to homeschool. So uh, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was a hard decision. So, yes, proud mother of four. We are in the school district and the decision was very hard, but um, I just can't have my kids exposed to discrimination, bullying and division. And this is what's going on in our school. So. I guess one common denominator across the board here is ignorance to data collection and hypocrisy. Um, so we have our district now dividing students into vaccinated against um, unvaccinated. One of my friends was very distraught the other day, said her child in fourth grade is being pretty much bullied by the other kids because he's not vaccinated. He comes home crying and asking um, his mom to give him a vaccine. 
Then we have masking, which we've been trying to fight all along since pretty much the school year started. And we have our board members, our superintendent attending different functions without masks, where they want our kids to be masked up all day long. Yes, they are. Uh, so another one, um, I'm just kind of going through everything. My brain is pretty much well, on fire at this Gosha, point. This, and is, this is Babette. If I can jump in, you brought in some very valid and excellent points because just yesterday I was reading this article, and this is in the LACUSD district. Uh, so I'm talking mm-hmm. about the Los Angeles, California school district. And uh, apparently a child went ahead and got the vaccination uh, because they were, of course, pushing it with the the promise of pizza. And the mom is so upset. And, you know, it's interesting because a lot of folks really believe in freedom of choice when it comes to this issue. And and case Mm -hmm. point for that, this mom said that she was vaccinated. But when it came to her child, she was, you know, holding back, being a little more cautious because he has asthma, allergies, and there's some issues with those that are underlying. But they went ahead and vaccinated her child. Anyone can look up this article, by the way. I saw it in Newsweek. Um, and they mm-hmm. went ahead and vaccinated her child. Well, he went in there because he wanted pizza. He didn't want to be left out, segregated, discriminated against. The interesting part is this attorney named Kennedy who brought up the same exact reasonings that you said. So you decided wow. to just go ahead and take your children out. You'd be better off just homeschooling them yourself. Is that what you're saying? Come- Yes, correct. And at least I don't have to worry that, you know, they'll come back home vaccinated and against, you know, our our wishes. Um, I don't know how much time we have, but our District 220 attorney, um, Krisha, I think I don't know how to pronounce her name properly, Butek, um, Mm -hmm. law firm, she gave an opinion about child injuries and mistakes at school vaccine clinics. So this is something I'm pretty much I'll quote. These are her words. Things happen, and there is not really a week going by lately where we're not getting a call that goes something like this. Darcy, we hosted a vaccination site, and three of the kids snuck in and got the vaccine without their parents' consent. This happens. We live in a very complex world. And, and you know, there are days when I think to myself the fact that the nurses don't mistakenly administer the wrong medicine to kids is a minor miracle. And that happens too, you know. We live in a world where stuff is going to happen. So You're that right. requires mm-hmm. a deep breath. So <laughs> we take our deep breaths in those moments and just remain calm. There is an inherent sort of risk. There's like a kind of risk analysis that you have to enter into when you decide to host a vaccination clinic. You got that. And and that defense of stuff happens, I don't think that's a legal defense, right? Am I right? Am I wrong Um, about that? I mean, mean, being an attorney, (laughs) you know, thinking, you know, in, in their world, I am not an attorney. This is unheard of. I mean, this is what attorneys go after, yeah, right? That's our mistakes, school district Medical law mistakes. Firm. And this is our school district yeah. law firm. So they're expecting it's this to happen, right? I mean, did we have vaccination clinics for MMR or 
anything. The flu, even. Right. right. The seasonal flu. We've never of had that before. Of course not. I, so, I've never seen a school hold within itself anything. And as a matter of fact, being a parent of two girls, I've known for a fact that I can't even let my girls start school without those vaccinations. But it was not the school or the, the school board's responsibility to take care of that. You know, and also, if you ever, you know, you needed help or some kind of assistance with getting them, they would direct you to those sources, but never before. And, yeah, we're not a perfect people accident happens. The problem mm-hmm. is, Gosha, it sounds to me that that school uh, superintendent said the exact same thing about um, what is going on in other locations throughout the world. We're going to get back to that because we do have Representative Brad Hallbrook on the line. Gosha, I want to thank you so very much for calling in and giving us this information. And here's another mama bear in our state of Illinois here. Thank you, lady. Thank you, Gosha. Hopefully everything gets back to normal. And I mean normal, not the new normal. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I agree. All right, ladies. Thank you. Have a great, great one. Day. Thank you again. Thanks. Bye-bye. All righty. You know, Anastasia, I'm going to, you know, probably we should bring in Representative Hallbrook in the next segment because so much is going on. And we're going to have a break soon, listeners. But I just want to touch back on, on what Gosha was talking about. Um, it's article after article we're seeing yes. this and they're so using and they're stating mistakes happen you almost have to wonder yeah. is this something that's happening on purpose and it is nationwide it's not just and that LA school the name of that school is Barack Obama school oh yes Barack Obama prep academies we now return to black and white on AM 560 the answer here's John Anthony Welcome back. This is Babette. John Anthony had other, and you're here with Babette and Anastasia today. And Anastasia, you know, we've got some great callers coming in. We're talking about the topics of parental rights is really what it boils down to. But it's also a matter of what are you teaching the kids? How are the children feeling today and the stress that they have we do have on this. Do you have something you want to say? Because we have two great callers sure, we holding do. in. We have Representative Brad Hallbrook is going to be joining us because I know many of you in Illinois had seen um, this huge blow up that came up over a bill where pretty much it was, I thought, very discriminatory. So let's bring uh, Brad Hallbrook in if he's still on the line. Hey, good afternoon, ladies. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So, Brad, you know, I asked you to join us today, if you could, because of HB 4259, uh, which has already been tabled. But I would like to hear some of your insights and thoughts on um, this type of legislation. And, hey, do we need to be aware if anything else similar to that may be coming down the pipe? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. And so... I'll try to shed a few in, uh, insights with you. But, yeah, I mean, as soon as this bill hit, uh, my inbox, you know, multiple inboxes uh, filled up pretty rapidly. Uh, the outrage was um, was pretty pretty large. And, I can uh, imagine, it, yep. Yeah, it just uh, it, it excited people. You know, I, I got a lot of messages about, well, what about people that engage in other kind of behavior are they going to do with, with folks that, 
you know, consume alcohol or cigarettes or maybe, you know, are on a bad diet and causing them some issues. You know, how's that? You know, but for some reason, you know, we're, we're everything in and around this virus uh, is different. And so we saw bills like this surface uh, and, and we saw how, you know, it lasted three days, right? Before right. the table, three days. Well, someone out there, apparently, this this colleague of yours, uh, State Representative Carroll, thought that maybe, you know, and you brought up a great point. Well, maybe we should make them responsible. Listen, we do have some of those factors in place already. People who have insurance, you know, if you smoke, your premiums are higher. Uh, you know that if you, um, especially for life insurance on there, all these risk factors, we know that people are rated anyways. And you brought up a really good point because, hey, if you're diabetic and you are still, you know, doing unhealthy diets and stuff, but that's between the patient, I believe, and their doctor. But also, I think we would have more deaths among the public if something like this was to go in place and how would those families feel then? But I hear the backlash was huge. The folks were like, we're not going to take it and stand up for this. And um, I guess you all's phones and emails were flooded down there in Springfield. What is the possibility that this could come up again? I know you don't, you know, forecast the future, but was there any talk about, maybe possibly putting this forth at a later time or something you could share with us. Yeah. I, so I sure don't have that crystal ball either, but you know, <laughs> we know how things happen in Springfield, right? We've saw this with uh, big bills in the past with late term abortion and repeal of parental notification. You know, they, there's a ton of, uh, of outrage. Uh, they table the bills only uh, in the, in the dark of night on holiday weekends on Memorial day night or Memorial day weekend, they bring this stuff out late at night or, you know, wee right. hours of the morning under, you know, as an amendment to a different bill. And when nobody's watching or everybody's celebrating these different, uh, you know, Memorial Day and the like, and, and they bring this stuff out and run it through. So none of that's ever off the table. I mean, this is always going to be a threat. So we t- are to stay forever vigilant. Hey, Anastasia, you want to jump in? Sure, here? absolutely. I mean, yeah, as you said, we can't trust these people. We need to vote them out. That is the only way around this. Uh, people need to remember this in 2022 and 2024 because you need to be able to trust your public officials. And uh, you are one of those people. So thank you for that. And we will have another caller coming in who is also a trustworthy source. But this person should not be in public office. That is a personal right, and that is infringing upon our freedoms. It's not even a real vaccine. I don't even like to use that word. This is an experimental shot. Um, there is no proof that it is actually doing what they promise. It's actually proving the, the opposite, right? And now they want to experiment on our, on our children. So our school district, along with many others, are now requiring proof of vaccination if you want to avoid mitigations and um, quarantines, if you're around someone in close contact. And honestly, that is discrimination. Right. And, and the, the words it's, uh, that they have actually written down everywhere, it's complete discrimination. Right. Well, Representative Hallbrook, I, I, let's get the district you represent um, again. Uh, yeah, so I'm in I'm in East Central Illinois. I, I live in Shelby County. So if maybe some of your, of your listeners have been to Lake Shelbyville. It's a rather large man-made lake that was 
uh, opened up, I think, in the early 70s, 72, 73. Yeah. So probably many of you have been to the Lake Shelbyville to either camp or boat or fish. Right. And so, you know, it's Shelby, Moultrie, Douglas, Southern Champaign, most of Edgar with a little Vermillion and a little Macon County as the district. Well, thank you for joining us. We're getting ready to go out. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your weekend. And you all heard him. That was our state representative from the Shelbyville area, Brad Hallbrook. And Anastasia, Thank we are you. going to come back with another guest. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking this I is good stuff right this. here. See My brother John and I share no similar tastes in so music. So we're back, everyone. I want to thank all our callers that we've had so far. We have a really chalk-packed show. This next caller here, hey, listen, if you are a veteran or active duty, you might want to straighten up. Anastasia, do you want to share with our listeners who we're going to bring in that's holding on the I sure do. I'd like to welcome uh, one of our Freedom Square board members, Major General Paul Vallelie. I'm honored to call him a new friend of mine, and he is a patriot, a warrior. Uh, He's a Vietnam warrior, a commander, former commander of the Pacific Fleet, a senior military analyst, um, Middle East general, in his, on his belt there, uh, also was a Syrian commander and uh, very anti-nation building, so even though he was uh, a military guy. And then he's my favorite, an expert in hybrid and information warfare. And I'd love for him to, to come on and, and talk to us a little bit about uh, what's going on with whether it's CRT on a broad scale or something that's obviously trickled down locally. So, Major General, welcome. Thank you for calling in. Well, thank you. Uh, I've got to link because I've got the great Army-Navy game coming up in about a half hour. So uh, I want to make sure I watch kickoff since I'm a West Point graduate. And I can only say, go Army. I, I'm with you with on you. that, General. This is Babette here. You, we met up at the office. And I'm all go Army. I have two friends who are on score duty. They will be texting to let me know what that score is. Okay, great, Babette. Happy to be with you. Okay, so uh, Anastasia, did you have... I did. General Vallely's been doing a deep dive into CRT in the military and different things like that that obviously they've been um, working on 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 a broad scale and on a local level. So I'd love his opinion um, as a former uh, retired major general uh, and tell us a little bit about what he knows and thinks. Well, uh, I've been tracking it quite a bit since the uh, military brass uh, has uh, uh, advocated and has uh, proceeded to push critical race theory training in the armed forces, uh, they become totally what they call today woke. Uh, I am so uh, dissatisfied and frustrated with the lack of leadership of our four-star admirals and generals who should be positioning our armed forces against the threats against America, Chinese Communist Party. Uh, we have that, the cartels. Uh, we have Iran. They should be focusing on resurrecting themselves after the debacle and the surrender in Afghanistan. Right. Uh, they are totally uh, incompetent today. General Milley needs to be court-martialed 
We yes. turned over $80 billion plus dollars of equipment to the Taliban. Amen. Nobody has been, uh, uh, no, none have resigned, uh, which they should have. Uh, General Austin, who's the Secretary of Defense, uh, he's an absolute disgrace to uh, uh, his position. Uh, but my, my problem is that we should be focusing on readiness, unity, recruiting, getting our forces in prime shape the way they were under President Trump. But um, a recent article you'll find on our website at Stand Up America U.S., the website StandUpAmericaUS.org is a great article by uh, Colonel Andrew who put online West 59, and uh, he tracks it back to Obama stabbing the military uh, in the back. And it's a great article if you go to the website. I think we all need to go and read that article today, General. Uh, Sorry to cut you off, but I do visit your site myself um, often because it's great perspectives, great in-depth articles and and so forth. But definitely go ahead because you're singing the song of my thoughts. And I'm not a military expert. I'm not a veteran but as we look at this military today, well, I mean, no, I appreciate yeah. your comments, but mm-hmm. but uh, you you've got a good insight as a civilian out there, as well as Anastasia. Uh, you can see uh, yourselves what a detriment this is to the readiness of our armed forces. Uh, and under this administration, uh, we are in dire straits. Uh, we're not. Uh, we don't have Biden, who's. Uh, uh, at the top of his game, he's mentally incapacitated, uh, decreasing in his mental uh, ability, it seems, each and every day. But he's up against the likes uh, of uh, Putin and uh, President Xi in China, who are at the top of their game. And so they see Biden as a weak, uh, a weakling, uh, somebody that uh, doesn't have the capacity, uh, the energy, uh, the analytical ability uh, to... Uh, Uh, ensure the United States uh, is protected and that our armed forces are at the top of their game. So So uh, I'm very sad at the weakness now that I see. He does. You're right. He leaves a vacuum. You remember, General, I believe it, the the person who phrased it the best for me, and it was our Secretary of State, Condoleezza Rice, when she said, if you leave a vacuum, you don't know who's going to fill it. And that's exactly what you're saying, because they look at Biden. Biden is literally no threat to them. And we all know, you know, Putin, Putin will step in there. And we don't want um, China and Russia. This is the United States of America. Anastasia. Absolutely. And thank you, mate. Thank you, General, for your expertise. I know a lot of people have thought in the past, oh, these are conspiracy theories. But when you have someone with his expertise, you know that it's true. So thank you for the validation. Hey, General, can you give your website one more time, and then we're closing out in 20 seconds. Yes, it's StandUpAmericaUS.org. Make sure you put the U.S. in there, StandUpAmericaUS.org. Uh, join, join our foundation, uh, donate, support us. Uh, we thank do you. great things for America. But I want to thank you for having me as a guest today. Thank you, We'll have General. to do it again. Thank you, Absolutely. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. We are close 
Moving along here, Babette and Anastasia are your hosts today for John Anthony on Black and White Radio, AM 560. By the way, if you wanted to call in, the number is 312-642-5600. Please let our fantastic producer, Pete, know who you are, why you're calling, and be kind. We need him. (laughs) Uh, Anastasia, I wanted to go ahead and... um, Move on. We had some great callers um, calling in. The general, of course, is fantastic. And there's another issue out there affecting everyday lives, and it comes in straight through our children. They're going directly to the children. And, and, that, and that would be CRT, Critical well, Race Theory. You got it. And they're not going to use that acronym. Remember that. They, they caught on a long time ago. They're going to change it around. I mean, they've used other acronyms as well, SEL, which is social emotional learning, and that's been around for a very long time. Um, one of the things that I did when I was fortunate enough to be able to do that, when I had you know, very young children, I subbed in the schools, so I wanted to see what they were doing, right? So right. Uh, we obviously, like I said, we can't compete against many other uh, nations and schools, but social emotional learning is, is basically teaching our children that fat, all their feelings are important and take precedent over the facts. Right. The feelings matter more than any knowledge, which is also why you see some of our children, they're leaving these high schools. They're going off to these institutes of higher education. Yes. And, it and, and they can't keep up with the program and the general studies that they need to because they have more learning about emotions Right. And they did their ABCs, one, two, threes, and all those good basic things. Right. And now. as you said, you know, this went back to uh, a heavy, a heavy push by Obama, right? And now uh, they realize that CRT can be pushed as hard as they can uh, until you know the next administration comes in. And one of the things is obviously pay attention to your students, and we'll get a little, we'll get into this a little bit more. But uh, as you disagree with these things in the public schools, you should be able to go to a charter school, a private school. You should be able to take your tax money with you, right? That's school choice. So our next caller is an expert on this, um, and he's also the Barrington Hills representative uh, and a a new friend of mine as well. So I'd like to ask Marty to to, uh, come on the air and tell us a little bit about what's going on and, and how we can get to that, even in a state like Illinois. Yeah, good afternoon. Hi, Marty. Hi, Marty. Good afternoon. Good, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Yeah, ladies, I'm in North Carolina, so I hope you can hear me okay. Oh, Um, just not fair. One of my daughters who has Mm -hmm. chosen a different state to uh, uh, professionally for a lot of the reasons that I know we're talking about today, high taxes and uh, better opportunities. So I'm here visiting my daughter this weekend. Thank you. Um, But going to your, your point about choice, absolutely. I believe the dollar should be portable to where the where the students um, and the parents decide what's in the best interest for their kids. Support that 100%. And how do we make that happen in a blue state like Illinois? Well, you know, I don't think it's a political um, problem. I think it's very much like when the parents are at the school boards. I, I, I see independents and Democrats, they're as upset about what's being decided on behalf of their children at the local level Um as, uh, as, you know, they are at the um, higher level for education. So I don't see it as a political red or blue. To me, this is a parent issue. Marty, which, I, uh, I absolutely lines, agree. I absolutely yeah. agree with you, Marty. If one thing, this is uniting us as parents, parents and citizens and 
and voters in these districts. So, hey, Marty, our segment time here is short. I know you're visiting family. Could we have you come or hold on the line? Yes, absolutely. That'd be fine. Okay, because I really wanted to. Happy to do so. All right. Thank you. You know, we're going to come back shortly, but he's absolutely right, Anastasia. And he's a fighter. It's not about left side of the aisle, right side of the aisle. We're all parents. We all want the best for our children. Absolutely. Um, So we're going to be back in just a few minutes, everyone. I hope you stay there. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. That's right. We're coming in hot. You're back with Babette, Holder on the right, and my wonderful friend and colleague, Anastasia. Thanks, Babette. Uh, We have Marty still waiting. Uh, Just one question, Marty. If we win back our school boards, if every town wins back its school boards and gets the majority on our side, is that is that a segue to get our tax money portable so that we can use it at another school? Yeah, as a state representative, I'm supposed to be looking to the citizens of the 108,000 people in my district and respond and bring legislation that they want forward. So if we've got school district superintendents, school boards that are looking for a substantive change, then that's, that's what your representative is supposed to do. They're not supposed to make up the ideas out of thin air. Um, we're supposed to represent the people in our districts and bring ideas forward, have it legislated, and then, uh, you know, put into law. So absolutely. And I, I visited, as you know, Anastasia, with my team over 15 school board meetings this summer. Yes. And it was wow. great to see the engagement. I didn't see it as threatening. You know, I ran a town for eight years, Barrington Hills, where we had hundreds of people at school at uh, a local school um, aggressively standing for their position, either for or against what I was doing as mayor. And they did it in a a respectful manner. And it was great. We came out with better um, local laws, lowered our taxes eight years in a row, down 28 percent. We did that from input from uh, people in the community. It wasn't always pretty, but it was what was necessary. And I think the same thing at the school boards. It's okay if it's not, um, you know, uh, the smoothest, most gentle discussion but I think we're beyond that. We need to actually understand where parent uh, rights are, and they don't end at the front door when we drop our children off. Um, it goes well beyond that. So, wow, day, Marty, could... Marty, I, I wish I had a sound button and we could put applause. <laughs> I mean, you said several things that are so key, and, and I'm going to be quite frank with you. A lot are not going to be as frank and honest Isn't as you great? are. I mean, you hey, said... Listen, I'm 56 years old. I've got five daughters. If three are talking to me, and one of them here is in North Carolina, that's a good day. Yeah, that's it is. It's a good day, but what you said about having the hard discussions, and hey, it's not always pleasant, and by the way, people coming at me while I'm their public servant, but we had those discussions, we came together, you have a meeting, and then you had better government. For everyone. Well, and, and I also want to understand uh, people that disagree with what I'm trying to do. So it's, rather than just say, no, 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 you're wrong. I, I want to know where they're coming from, where their ideas are formulated, how they got to that point, And then it helps you really understand each other better. The idea that we're both going to get in a corner and stop talking to each other and we're going to have people taken down off microphones in public meetings after two minutes without engagement. Right. That's not that's yeah. not that's not healthy for local school boards. Uh, it's not healthy at the state level. 
And I'm certainly hopeful that we can get about 14 more Republicans down at the state uh, in the House. So if for no other reason, we can go back to active engagement versus having a bunch of unfunded mandates uh, pushed down the throat of the Republicans in the state legislature that we don't have enough or, right now yeah. being the super minority to stop. So or by call, I mean, calling we, parents uh, yeah. by names, right? Domestic terrorists and things of that nature. I mean, the public school system is broken and it's not just in this state, it's national. Um, that's why you've seen the exodus from the national school boards and parents are taking a stand and we need to continue to do that. Uh, we had, yeah. I think, yeah. what, uh, 13%? 13% voters you know, the, come out. Oh, yeah. Of Horrible. course. I think 12 and a half. Last Horrible time. turnout. And, you know, we've got to go back to the three R's, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic. I say all the time, you know, I, people, my young kids look at me like, what the heck does that mean? And I said, well, it isn't revisionism, racist <laughs> theory, and radicalization. Exactly. You know, it certainly aren't those three R's. But that shouldn't be that revolutionary. I want my kids to be taught physics and chemistry. I don't want them to be taught squishy social science that I, I you know, I can't even understand what's being put out in front of my kids anymore. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've got a 15-year-old who's a freshman at the high school, so m- my wife and I have been on the front lines of watching the changes in the uh, curriculums over the last 20 years, not just in Barrington schools, but we live sure. in Elgin for a period of time, mm-hmm. and it's been happening across the board. But it, it's time to stop being courteous conservatives and yeah. be a bit more confrontational conservatives, Correct. But, but willing to listen to the other side, and that's kind of where I've been for the last 10 years. And Babette, actually, she's an expert in Illinois campaigns, and she basically knows everyone. Well, I, I, I'm not sure about the expert, but I've been in the field, work, you know, in the scene, and I absolutely agree with you. And I want to thank you so much, Marty, because I know when you guys are down there and you're in the minority that you're just pretty much, you are our front line, you know, towing the line and keeping some of the craziness and pushing back and as well as your like-minded colleagues on the other side of the aisle, you know, who will step up and have the courage to say, I can't bring this back to the people in my district because they don't agree with this. Yeah, there's a, I'll tell you the two craziest things I, that were pushed last year were um, hygiene products for men, oh, for boys, young boys ridiculous. in women's restrooms. And then special football helmets for those that had hairstyles that wouldn't fit into a football <laughs> helmet. And these are both, Cha-ching. you know, to be paid for by the taxpayers of Illinois. You know, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, good Lord, I can't sleep at night. This stuff is so woke. I felt like calling Mike Lindell and ordering a few my pillows for the it's, hotel. Like, there you go. There you go. So. Outrageous. Well, thank you for your insight. We appreciate you calling in and for your expertise. And again, thank you for fighting for us. We need more like you. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. If anybody wants to track me in this uh, this uh, quest, it's marty4illinois.com. So happy to get as much thank support you so as much. I can from those in the district and outside. Thank you, ladies, for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, you guys, you heard it. That's marty4illinois.com. Um, we have, you know, just... I think the most well and um, knowledgeable experts that are joining us today on this radio show. So you Look might want to grab your friends. You want to text them. You want to tag them in the Facebook thread. Uh, this is Black and White Radio. Your host would be John Anthony, but my brother from another asked me to sit in today. We have another guest, I think. We do, yeah. Peter Kopsaftis, who is actually running uh, for Congress. So. Welcome, Peter. Come on in. Tell us, tell us a little bit about why you're running. 
Uh, and Sasha and Babette, it's so good to hear your voices. I've been uh, driving uh, from several different events, and I'm hearing your voices. Oh, thank and, and you. And you sound great. <laughs> Babette, I haven't seen you for a while. And it's, it's been a while. your voice again. <laughs> thank you. Yes, it has. Uh, and I was happy to see you the other day at the Christmas uh, tea event uh, for the Barrington ladies. And Nastasia was one of them. And that was a great success. It is these kind of events that we need to do to get people connected very closely. And yes, Marty, uh, I listened to Marty General Bowling a few minutes ago, and I agree with him wholeheartedly because education has taken a wrong direction. And yes, uh, Anastasia knows about Greek school and he knows about uh, different things that we've learned in the past. And yes, it is the three R's, the reading, writing, and arithmetic. But in addition to that, we have to know where we come from, civics, our history, our background in this country. We come from different different types of uh, varieties of, of backgrounds, but we're all in this together. Hey, Peter, and, uh, great, great yes. point, because if you don't know the history, you can, in the future, you can bear yes. repeating yes. those mistakes. And I kind of see exactly. some of this coming back as they want to rewrite the history or technically yes. hijack bad history yeah. for a a, a devious purpose. So it's deliberate. Let's be yeah. honest. They know what history deliberate. taught us and they're trying to erase it. So if you haven't figured that out yet, then you, you need to do a little research, right? Exactly. We have to do more of this. As you said a few minutes ago, Babette, that we're all, we're all uh, uh, energized to do something different, something more meaningful next year. And a matter of fact, I came from an event that uh, uh, Winsome Sears, the lieutenant governor of uh, Virginia, was visiting Chicago. And, and she is uh, an immigrant just like many of us are that came to this country. And we share the same dreams and aspirations and commitments. And, and, the, and the most important part that you've talked about a little while ago was the school. The education, the yes. indoctrination of our children, that is, is and is manipulated to such an extent that if we don't, if you don't stand up to support our local communities, local issues, like myself, that I decided finally to run for Congress because I don't like to see America the way it is. Right, it's changing the direction in so many ways, Babette and Nastasia and yeah, I have talked about this many times. What is going on, and if. If, I, if we didn't do something about it now, I wonder what's going to be next year. Yeah, and that's why we have to start at the local level, and we've been doing that with your help. As you mentioned, we had a, a Women of BTR first annual um, event, yeah. and you know, we had 110 mama bears in one room. And I was so proud and choked up to be in that room that I said, this is how we're going to win back all the school boards. And this is this is what everyone in this room needs to do and go back to their towns and their school boards and win back the majority. Well, There's no other way. I agree. I agree, and I- Anastasia. And Peter, I want to thank you for standing up. We're going to be coming real quickly to be. Give the people real quick your how website. to reach out to you. What is your website or are you on Facebook? Yes, uh, I am on Facebook and I have other sites, but the most important one that we started now is uh, www.peterkforcongress.com and hope to hear their suggestions and calls. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody throughout the district and throughout the townships. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. I'm on the low. Making more.
All right, all right. We are back. I'm over here. I keep jamming. And by the way, if you can hear that music, you know that is actually Christian rap that John and I share a passion for. You're back with Bebe and Anastasia. And Anastasia, I just real quick, I got to give a shout out to our team at Freedom Square because I'm seeing all the text messages. So hello, Mike, Matt, Colin. Oh, that's right. Go Whitewater. They're oh, yeah. getting ready. Big game there. And um, who did I chunk? And Adam and Zach, uh, I see you all. I see Doug, the text right. and so forth. Hopefully so I'm going to turn this over to you. And Thank you. We've got two, two, ca- two callers coming in hot. Uh, let's go with the first one. Sounds like Chuck wants to talk about fighting critical race theory in the schools. Hello, Papa Bear. Chuck, can you hear us? I think he'll be coming back right. in, uh, you know, until he comes back in. I also want to thank Peter, who was our last caller, for calling it and the courage that it takes to stand up and run for office. I mean, a lot of folks don't want to do it. And, and, and today it is tough. It's not just the grueling pace of being a candidate, but also the fact of how you treat it. By the left, there's no respect for anyone these days. So, and I've known Peter for quite a while, so he'll always be in my thoughts, prayers, and of course, I will reach out to Peter and see. I'm not sure if we still have Chuck on that line or if he maybe had to go to mute or pause. But we do have um, with us. Let's go with our next friend. Yeah, Uh, this is another honor I have to introduce a new friend of mine as well. General John Borling, thank you for answering the invite today. And I know you're a busy guy. You travel around, make a lot of speeches, but you're just such a passionate speaker. And I I desperately want the callers to hear what you have to say about this movement. Well, good afternoon, uh, Anastasia and Babette. We've met, too, uh, recently. So uh, delighted to to join you on uh, uh, what's been an amazing show. I've been listening in. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us about what you're traveling around speaking about. I know you've been well, everywhere. Well, I, I think main line, main line to 560, the answer. I was down at Mar-a-Lago with uh, the Charlie Kirk group that met down there and just had a, a, an amazing meeting, about 800 to 1,000 people, uh, a big gala dinner, raised a bunch of money, but... Uh, besides all those atmospherics, it's the message that comes through loud and clear. Red lines have been passed, and America's got to take back the fundamentals that made this country great. Uh, I've fought a lot of wars for this country, or been involved in them, yes, and spent have. a long time in the military and active civilly back in my state of Illinois, where my wife and I grew up. Uh, but we're in a many, many fronted conflict here, uh, not only in Illinois, but across the country. And I think uh, you guys are helping lead the charge. And I'm trying to do what little I can uh, in order to uh, right the ship of state, if you will, and and get us moving forward and upward. I appreciate that. And yet Turning Point USA, uh, they're very good friends of ours at FreedomSquare.com. And we have a lot of great partners, including Salem Radio. So Please visit our site, log in, uh, create and personalize your dashboard. And very soon you'll be seeing several new venues launching, which uh, are, are probably the biggest ones of the entire site. Forums, business directory. Uh, we're trying to create the largest business directory of pro-American, freedom-loving uh, businesses who 
you want to spend your money where your values are. So please remember that and sign up. Uh, we'd love to have you there in forums. We're hoping eventually we take away um, all of those private Facebook groups and move them over to freedomsquare.com forums. So, And did you mention my favorite part, the resources? Anastasia knows I, 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 the resources. Babette's over there. Um, you know, we have the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. And then you can get into the 1776 papers as well as 1776 Unite, which is one of our, the Freedom Square ambassadors, Bob Woodson of the Woodson Center. Uh, and, and, and it goes on. So if you are a homeschooler, if you are someone who feels you did not have the opportunity to learn enough, I mean, there's Hillsdale College in there. You can go to freedomsquare.com, click on resources. It's all there for you, and it's free. Sure, you could reread the Constitution, the Declaration, and uh, the Federalist Papers. See how we got here, because obviously we've all forgotten a lot of things. So it's a nice refresher course. And, and you know, general. I could, I gen- could, oh, yeah, I want yeah. to jump in on that, too. Go ahead, please. All of, those, all of those documents and all of those statements you just made are dead on, but and I listened to Marty, and I listened to Pete, and uh, and I, I listened to other candidates, and I ran unsuccessfully for statewide office years ago. So I'm a much better fighter pilot than a politician, apparently. <laughs> I, uh, the, uh, the reality is that where we get people uh, to agree is if we just recite something as basic as the preamble to the Constitution together and, and let that represent what I'll call our own personal political philosophy. Those statements about establishing justice, about uh, providing for the common defense, promoting the general welfare. In, how about this one? Ensuring domestic tranquility. That's right. And securing, and securing the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity. I mean, those are words that I think every politician ought to have I'm not big on tattoos, but boy, I don't have that one tattooed all over your arm. Uh, and then I'm convinced just having served all over the world and seeing uh, so many different uh, nations and cultures, uh, there's another facet that I think we as Americans particularly prize, but I'm not sure we state it. You got it. And for those and of you who is, don't no, know, General no. Borling is a, a fighter pilot, was a fighter pilot, and um, he he has you know his jet crashed and he was a prisoner of war in Vietnam for how many years? About six and a half years. Unbelievable. But I'm a I'm a I'm a slow learner. The, uh, <laughs> the, but I'm not a slow learner about the next phrase I'm going to offer you that we Americans can rally round, and and that is uh, we ought to be free to practice our freedoms. Yes. As long as we don't infringe on the like freedoms of others or endanger the public safety. That's perfect. And and I think if we can just kind of hang our hats on back to basics kind of Americana in terms of our justice system, which is, I think, sadly awry. Yes. Uh, although reinforced here and there by things that, and you know, you don't always have to like the verdict, uh, but you have to respect the fact that the system is supposed to be fair. You know, justice, the lady justice is blind as she holds the scales. That's the way it's supposed to be. She doesn't know what color you are, what creed you are. She just knows, and those who are 
practicing with fidelity yeah, what that represents. That uh, that's good for America. But I, I digress. Don't want to. No, take thank up you, all General Borland. But I was so impressed with what you guys are are doing at Freedom Square and, Thank you. and hopefully across America. Thank and you. they better not screw with the kids because we're coming for them. We're coming That's for right. them. You're right. Well, they, you know have it. Crossed the red li- they have crossed the red yes, line big time. And are you guys familiar with Awake, Illinois? Yes. You know what that yes. is? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Aren't they doing them. a good job? They are. They, they are. are. I think so. I think so, too. Because what they do is try to capture they, the proponents of this dangerous stuff for America are trying to use language and and manipulate things where it's doublespeak. It's almost George Orwellian in nature where you say one thing, you know you mean another. Thank you, General uh, Borling. Your friendship means a lot to us. And uh, And we're going to have to go ahead and hurry up and get your website as we clock We're going on break. Good to talk to you all. Good to talk to you. See you soon. Thank you, General. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, you think we can bring in our good friend Chuck real quick because Chuck. we do have a little bit of time. So let's have Chuck join us. And welcome, Chuck. This is Black and Right. Hey, Babette. Hey, Anastasia. It's always good to hear General Borland on there, too. He's a, you talk about a patriot and the guy that's been through hell and back. That's one of them right there. Exactly. He knows what he's talking about. Yep. It's yep. good to hear you guys on the radio. That's for gosh darn sure. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You're the expert, though. Well, Chuck, listen, you're a papa bear. You you know, everything that's going on today in this nation. And, you know, we're getting towards the end of this real quick. But I just wanted you to go ahead and, you know, set us up for the next segment. I can tell you this much. The pop, the papa bears need to wake up. The mama bears are leading the charge, and it's time to get shoulder to shoulder with them, papa bears. So mama bears, papa bears, unite. Let's uh, throw the CRT to the curb. That's right. You got it. You got it. All righty. Hey, listen, everyone. We're getting ready to take another break. You've heard from some great guests. We've got a few more coming up right after this break in these messages. Stay here. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. And we are back. And we're coming near the end of this show here. Um, Babette is sitting in with Anastasia for John Anthony this Saturday. Hey, Anastasia, we've had a caller who has been so kind and patient to wait quite a bit. Let's see if they're still on the line. And Kip was talking about the fact that, um, you know, unpaid bills for the unvaccinated is a setup for other things. Kip, I want to give you a few minutes so that we can go ahead since you have kindly waited for. Well, thank you for taking my call. Real, I'm going get, to get to it real quick, you know, other than just to say thank you for all you guys are doing there. Thank you. And, thank you. I mean, wonderful. Keep chin up and keep moving <laughs> forward because that's what our country always has done. So what I was going to say is on that, you can have any health issue mm-hmm. through the 1984 Orwell and why they haven't had broadband out or why they're pushing it is so everybody can be able to get on the computer to do their health exercises with the insurance because everything seems to go with the insurance. Right. Know? And anything with the controlling. Look what that guy said. It's not about your health. It's about them controlling you 
on how to take care of your own self. You're right, Kip. They want to tell you when to do it, how to do it, what to use, and so forth. And Right. If you're I, overweight, then you're going to have heart disease, diabetes. And so, you know, with that guy's statement, that is a big open your eyes and see what's going on. And that's, that goes for almost everything that's wrong in our country is not necessarily what is good. It's how they can control you. And what's been happening, I see, right. is how much they can get away with. Well, Kip, I thank you. You're absolutely spot on. It's all about manipulation, control, and setting it up for the next phase. So thank you. I hope you have a great weekend, Kip. We so appreciate it. And I, I love the fact that you were listening and you stood up and said something. So Thank you. So, yeah. Anastasia, I'm telling you, people, like you said earlier, they're definitely awakening. They're definitely taking up a stance. Yeah. And they're paying attention to what's going on, such as our caller. Yeah. There. And speaking well, of the awakening, our next caller, a friend of ours, a Republican running for governor of Illinois. Gary, you're on the air. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, Gary, how are you? Hey, Gary, how are you? So, wait a minute. We got to get a full name. This is Gary <laughs> Raybine. Raybine yes, for governor. Ma'am. That's right. That's right. So, Gary, you know, you're not just a candidate. You you are someone who is, besides just a candidate and a resident of Illinois, but you're also a business owner, a, a community person. You sit on charitable boards and so forth. I mean, you know how... All these um, policies or illegal mandates or things that come on the fly, just literally how it can affect someone in many different ways. And their businesses, yeah. Yep. In in so many ways. And you know what? That last caller was right. I mean, you guys are saying there's awakening in Illinois, and we are going to be part of waking them up. And when I I look at what's going on in in our business environment, right, we know jobs are leaving to the tune of tens of thousands a year. And it's because of heavy regulation that the that our legislators keep piling on top of small businesses, and then then we look at the culture, right? When we look at the culture of these these stupid mandates, right? Um, thinking that right. thinking that we as as free Americans need need uh, J B Pritzker telling us how to live our life and be healthy. I mean, that, that, this is this is craziness. We know that, and and we're losing we're losing you know community members. They're leaving our, our state because of that because of J B Pritzker's rule it rule. Right. They're leaving. Absolutely. Right. Now, 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 when we look at the, the crazy, the craziness of our culture, right. Lack of policing because they won't let these police, our police police. They want they, they, they got they got our policemen handcuffed. When we look at our schools, the indoctrination, in our schools with this crazy sex education and CRT. Hey, right? Absolutely. These, you know, I, I thought it was all about jobs and taxes that were that were that were ruining our state. When I when I, when I looked at this, our, our state a couple of years ago. Right. And that's still so important. But boy, they're, they're, they said there's not enough people. That, I believe J.B. Pritzker and and, they, and this crazy this crazy regime believes that there's not mm-hmm. enough people leaving. Let's let's get rid of some more with a lousy culture. Oh sure, sure. We are the OG swamp. That's what I like to call it. People forget <laughs> that, right? Yeah, well, the, the OG, the old gangster, the old, you know, uh, swamp. swamp. You, you know, let, let's keep creating. I think too, what Gary has set off a light bulb in my head. It's less creating a culture that just keeps failing the people of the state of Illinois. Is, 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 have I summed up part of that? You have. And, you know, the, the, the cool thing about that is I believe the opportunities are abundant to change the state. When, I, when you look at what Mitch Daniels did in the late 2000s and the team he put together to change their fiscal future as well as their cultural future, 
Indiana's kicking our butt because they made the right decisions to, to recalibrate when it came to regulations, when it came to tax, property taxes. And he had an amazing team that he hired to do that, uh, to be his advisors. Right. I've, I've got that team on my team. I've got those economic advisors on my team. And that same, that, those same economic advisors have been part of revitalizing many other, you know, some countries as well as lots of states. And they're our team. So we're going we're gonna to kick some butt. And the opportunities are huge for Illinois to, 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 to get back to being the greatest state in the middle of the, middle of the best country in the world. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Gary Rabine. Gary, I want to thank you. How can people get a hold of you real quick as we get ready to go to another break here? So it's just you know, RabineForGovernor.com, RabineForGovernor.com. And, you know, just, just keep reminding people June 28th is that primary. We need people out to vote in this primary. And we get, we got to win this thing and take back the state from from this uh, this crazy uh, tyrant. All righty, thank you, thank Gary. You. We appreciate it. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM five sixty. The answer. That's right. But we're not going to stop. We're not. We're going to come back. We're going to push back. We are going. We are here. We are awake and we're going to stay. Um, this is Babette in the studio for John Anthony today with my co-host Anastasia. We have uh, had a wonderful show. What did we have? Two generals? Yeah. We've had two generals today. We've had two of our fine public servants for the state of Illinois. Yeah. Um, we had McLaughlin and um, Albert. And my good friend uh, Brad call in, and now and two, we have two two uh, candidates as well. We've actually had two candidates Amazing. that have also. We have a lively thread over there on Facebook. Although I haven't gotten an Army Navy score. Did that game start yet? Listen, we have a caller, um, Eduardo. I'm going to bring Eduardo on real quickly here, um, and let him, you know, add to this conversation. And uh, he's talking about, I believe, the COVID spread. Eduardo, are you still on the line? Yeah, good afternoon. I'll be brief. So you really can't take, we really can't get this under control. When you have like 4,000 in three days going through Yuma, Arizona, I mean, Mexico has a high COVID uh, cases over there. Yes. And really the main thing that needs to happen is uh, you have to have the K95. I mean, some of this is as well known. And you have the social distancing because people right. are still getting the COVID even with the booster. Right. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yes, yes. And so you see it as more of, you know, you're talking about more of immigration and people coming over. Listen, they talked about President Trump when he was, shutting down borders to help protect the United States, um, you know, putting in some standards and, and protocols for us. I mean, what are you, what are your thoughts today uh, as far, because you see the Biden administration and kind of repeating it, but it's a whole new messaging when they do it. Well, I was listening to, uh, I, I listened to everybody yeah. and the guest was admitting that, oh yeah, Barack Obama and vice president Biden had more illegals tossed than any other president. That's that is interesting. True. It, it, it is actually true. Or let's put it this way. They, they put in place some of the policies and, and the way and procedures of how it's handled at the border 
um, you know, between Mexico and the U.S. And, of course, we have uh, Canada that, you know, has a tight control over there between those two borders. But, and I think people are actually shocked when they go back and they look at the uh, Obama presidency and the practices that were done at the border. You know, they wanted to call it the Trump children cages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know how you could have missed it. I mean, media went there, videos, they took pictures, they, you know, you could see, you know, it's always this tit for tat or no, it didn't happen under our person, but sure. Um, you know what I'm saying, Anastasia? They are, they're world. not only opening the, they haven't opened the borders, they've literally encouraged millions of refugees to come here, right? I think we're at over a hundred different countries. Uh, of refugees that have come in through the southern border. So, yeah. Well, and, and our, that water brings up a good point to get back to his main point and what you're talking about the great numbers and the influx, the, the effect that they literally have on the COVID spread. You know, at we have that no time. idea. We really don't. I don't even think they do. They don't want to know. They're not, you know, they're not testing them all. They're not vaccinated. And if they are, obviously we know it doesn't even work. So, what what is their grand plan here? Well, it's to saturate all of these other sanctuary cities and states and fill the funnel, right? I mean, we lost an electoral vote here. You're losing seats in Congress. So that's why New York just allowed 800,000 non-citizens uh, the ability to vote on their rolls. But at, at to what expense? And Eduardo, you know, thank you so much for Thank you very much. Have a good Thank you so you much. Too. But he brings up a good point because what effects do they have? And you also said something that's key and critical. Are they really doing studies? I mean, all we hear is, you know, they're vaccinated at the border. They have those seeking asylum. They get this type right. of, you know, uh, care and representation sure. and help and so forth. But sure. As he cited those numbers, and I heard it myself on the news today, driving here, um, they were talking about the Southwest and the great increase in the COVID numbers and cases going on. Well, and that's exactly why that um, those border towns in Texas, which is the largest border um, that is shared with Mexico, if you look at the the voter uh, demographics from 2016 to 2020, those towns, those border towns all along the Rio Grande Valley, they have, they've all gone red, right. which is insane. And, I mean, which they makes, don't want it. It, it, you know, and, and no one is saying, don't come to America and seek your pursuit of happiness here, as we have to always keep stating. Come in legally. Come in, do it the right way. Stop jumping in front of others who've been in line for a long time and they have been waiting. Oh, sure. um, and they're packing private planes right in the middle of the night. And they are distributing refugees with God knows what, bags of money, disease, and they are dropping them into red states as well, purple, purple states. So uh, people, people are awake. I think they're seeing it. And social media is helping. It is. It helps spread the message. But, of course, if they are not being censored. You know, that bias and that censorship and so forth. And Eduardo actually brought up something that I would I quickly I'm going to say I saw in the Wall Street Journal regarding a fatal crash with over 160 migrants in it. 
So um, we're getting ready to go into a break, and then we're going to have our last few minutes with you all here with our takeover for the Black and White radio show for John Anthony. So stay tuned, and we'll be back in just a little bit. Anastasia and Bebe, really appreciate having everyone here. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Well, 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 listen to that song. Can you believe it, Anastasia? We are almost at the end of this show. I mean, this time has gone so fast. If I don't say it later, I do want to say it now. Thank you so much, John, for giving us the opportunity to sit in for you. So, Anastasia, we have had a great show, as I just said a little bit ago, uh, as we broke it down. But I think one thing that many of the listeners might be wondering, maybe for themselves, maybe for someone else, how do you get started? What can you do to help? I would definitely suggest uh, locally, right? Get involved locally. Uh, although social media can be very, very negative. Um, there are so many groups online, uh, and at freedomsquare.com, we will have those groups as well. They won't be censored. They won't be shadow banned. So please go to our website, freedomsquare.com, set up a username, and you will see how much information will be coming through and how many people actually feel the same way as you. We are the majority. Do not, do not let them bombard you uh, with fear-mongering. That is how we got here, right? I mean, right. Think right. critically. It's common sense. You've got, you've got to stop listening to the media. You do. And, and you have to go out there and find your like-minded folks. Because I do know, too, it really does help. I myself ran for office in 2020. And, you know, I great group of guys to run with it was for a county wide race position but also it was great to be out there with the support of all the other folks like-minded but you also have to just make up your mind and say i gotta stand up i gotta do something you gotta push back and you did mention freedom square but if you do i know we're creatures are habit i am too um social media certain platforms and sites and i do believe we need voices to stay there as long as they can. We do. Uh, you know, Facebook is one. Um, I know a lot of folks are on Facebook. And like you said, go look at a group. We also have a page on Facebook. It's kind of funny because, you know, our Facebook page hasn't been around long. But uh, my career and specialty, I always say, is to dance with the devils and the algorithms on these platforms. And I can see... <laughs> I, we got zapped on, what, Twitter a, a week ago. I showed you guys the tweet, you know. They, it, you couldn't find the tweet unless you literally went to someone's notification and they zapped us that quick. They are sneaky, aren't they? They, they are sneaky. They left it up there, out there, but it floated around so no one could actually see it anymore on our pages. Uh, one of our ambassadors for Freedom Square, I mean, they're shadow banned. Our Facebook is already being shadow banned, and that's that wonderful uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. I can't even tag him on yeah, Instagram and still, other sites. It's been a while. So, but, so, but I encourage folks, if it is your thing, go ahead, spread the messages, be bold, put it out, and then also go and find groups, freedomsquare.com 
It's on Facebook with a public page. We have a community group as well. We have the Silence No More America, which is another excellent group with many of our friends of Freedom Square are up in that group. Go support even people like Mike Lindell, Sebastian Gorga, Gorka, excuse me. I had some dental work done, so <laughs> I'm over here holding my uh, tongue away from that tooth. Um, but I would just go and support those people and make sure you spread their word, their message, and yourself. And what else can they do they personally can, real quick? You know, themselves? I would just say get involved locally. If you can't go to yeah. the school board meeting, watch it. Many of them are live streamed. And you will find your group. Uh, you will find your lions. Uh, well, that, that's what contagious. we can say. So, you guys, we're really over here counting down fast. I'm Babette Holder. You can find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Anastasia. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, just out it. there and say hi to us on the Freedom Square Facebook yeah, please, page. Freedom we'll see Square. the message. We want to thank AM560, John Anthony, and all of our callers today for just making this a wonderful show. And I hope that you were enlightened, informed, and that you get up and do something. Have a great weekend, everyone. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.